I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Hey, <laughs> that is very different to last week's intro when I was like, you're very monotone, we're a bit flat today. Well, I'm only, well, we are recording two podcasts today, so I'm upbeat now. Upbeat. We've got a different tally. But welcome to another episode of Curious Conversations. It's Wednesday. We love that. A new episode. And I'm sorry, guys, but you have Sarah and I this week. Don't be sorry because I think this is what the people want. Mm, I don't even know if, yeah, maybe. Like, Who knows? People love when it's just us. Yeah, but I can tell you so much. I am, it is so miserable in Melbourne at the moment. And don't you think when it gets miserable? It's reflecting in your behaviour. <laughs> Not now, the previous episode <laughs> of the intro, yeah, maybe. No, but the weather, it really does put you in either a very good mood or a damp, like a Downer. shitty, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like low vibe. It's like when it's sunny, it's like high vibes. And when it's shitty weather, it's very easy to get to low vibes. And now Vitamin I feel D. like, yeah, but now I feel like all our work at the start of the year, we were high vibe people. Now we have to make sure that we reflect that when it gets colder. So that means you have to be doubling down on your self-care high vibe stuff because it's going to be a lot harder. I know, 100%. But I'm really like, I'm getting a bit sad because I feel like we didn't really get much of a summer. And now I feel like it's gotten really, really, really cold early. Let's just switch this up. What, like, how can you, how can you find good in the cold weather? Oh, look, to be honest, once I get used to it, it's fine. Like, we're Melbourne chicks through and through. Like, we're used to it. But I'm just like, I really have to get my head around like you know you need something to look forward to yeah I think that's actually true and I think every episode Sarah and I have come on we're like we need to book a holiday and we guys no one held us accountable we still haven't booked anything so yeah no we actually do need something to look forward to and I said to Sarah I'm like we were all for like going to go to Europe and I think the Europe thing we've left it to too late too late Mm -hmm. to be honest and I think that may be a next year thing but unless there's a flash sale 100%. But I said to Sarah, I actually think the kind of holiday that we both need is actually like a really relaxing, somewhere hot. Mm. I'm thinking probably like Bali or Thailand or somewhere in Asia where it's just hot and you can get really cheap massages, have some cocktails if you want to, avoid the ice because I don't want Bali belly. Uh. (laughs) But I feel like we need to go somewhere that's going to like give us those high vibes and not, you know, when you go to Europe and even when you go to America. It's not for holiday. No, it's not. Unless you're in like a beach town where you are chilling at the beach every day. But in Europe, you don't want to be stuck in one spot. You're doing tourist stuff, going from place to place to place. And I often find you come back exhausted. 100%. So I feel like the trip that Sarah and I need is probably a Bali trip. Yep. And you haven't really done Bali properly. I know you don't love Bali. I've done it with you twice. Yeah, but we didn't really do it properly. We were One, we were on twice. I think once. Nah, twice. Huh? I've done twice oh, with no. you. Yeah, but they would both. Okay, so one, we went to Strong Girl Camp. <laughs> 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 
which I'm pretty sure was rigged Hayley Genovese. <laughs> like, strong girl. <laughs> She's strong girl. Okay, so we so, went to strong so, girl camp, which aka, what was it? It was fucking boot camp. Yeah. Yep. It, it was, was a boot camp. We literally went on a fitness One camp. of the hardest things I've ever done oh, in my life. Other than Bikram training, that was fucked. It was like we went with <clears throat> Lisa DeSanctis, Sea Want Shop, you, me, one of our good friends, Hayley Genovese. It literally was strong camp. They they cut our carbs and our food. So we weren't losing weight. <laughs> I wasn't there to lose weight. Sarah and I were eating chicken instead of steak. And we had a really nice villa, Tal and I. That was stunning. And uh, I remember what, it was after. And Tal and I are not like we back then we weren't like let's go do leg let's day let's go do white bone <laughs> let's go do leg let's day let's go lift some white so we went and did leg day oh. oh my god I can remember like couldn't even sit down I couldn't sit down on the toilet no you, like do you every- remember getting out of bed I remember because Sarah and I were sharing a room and it would get and I'd it, you'd hear oh, my fucking legs and I'd go to sit on the toilet and I actually couldn't even sit down remember <laughs> we were trying to go up the stairs like we were that sore Credit to anyone that does leg day more than once a week because I couldn't even walk up the stairs. No. Like, I think I literally had to lift my quads or was hamstrings, it hamstrings was, up the stairs. It was pain. Yeah. So we did that. And then because it was like very restrictive and we're both like had eating problems in the past, restrictive is not good for me. Mm. Um, I don't know about you, but like just not good. Like I'm a very controlled person. So like if someone says I can't have something, I can either be extreme or like, I don't know, it's just weird. Um, I didn't like that element. It was a structure every day for like seven days. And then I think we had two days after that where we went into Seminyak and I think we ended up staying at the W or something because we were like… No, we, we stayed at that new one. Oh, Alila. We were like, we need to stay somewhere like five star and just like relax. And then we flew home. So you I didn't think really- it was a little bit more dramatic than that. We were like, <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> no, we weren't. No, but it was a little bit more dramatic. It was just like, get us out of here. We need something to make us feel yeah, good. Yeah, we were like, I want proper food. Yeah. Like I want to eat and I want to eat now. Mm-hmm. Um, we did that. So you didn't really experience Bali then. And then we went back. Oh, no, sorry. I think that was the second time we went. The we first were, time we went, did yoga training. And we which stayed was at the similar, W then. It was a similar experience. I mean, I learned so much from that yoga training. Don't get me wrong. It was life-changing. But it was a similar experience. It's like you had like a timetable. We had to stay at the resort. It was tiring. It wasn't an amazing villa, was it? I can remember. We had like a sewerage problem or something. It was something wrong with the Yeah, room. it wasn't great. It wasn't amazing. And Sarah and I, like, I would say we're very similar travelers. We like to be comfortable. Mm. Mm-hmm. Four or five stars would be great. <laughs> five maybe. <laughs> but we're very similar. So by the end of that, we were like, we need to go stay somewhere. Yeah. And we stayed at the W. And then I think we flew back. So I don't feel like you've actually experienced Bali. I think for there was two days either side of maybe Each the, trip. Str- the strong girl trip. <laughs> strong girl. You can't and, say it like that. You have to actually like, strong girl. Um, <laughs> and you, you're like, you have to experience some of Bali. And so you took me to this bloody… Coffee place. Coffee. and oh, you that made, was weird. I'd never been there before. But it was monkey poo coffee. Yeah, it was monkey poo coffee. It's like a delicacy. Yeah. Like, yeah. That we did some touristy things, but I feel like we need to go back and actually like… Sit by the pool at Four yeah, Seasons. Or, yeah, or have a villa where we get cooked. Like at the villa, it's so yeah. amazing. They cook you breakfast every day. Like wow. you get fresh fruit. Like you have like a chef and a driver. Right. Like we need to do it properly. Okay. And some of the villas, I tagged you in a villa on… <laughs> I tagged you in a villa on the weekend because these villas started following me. I'm like, hmm, if I tag her, then maybe they'll give us contract. <laughs> so I tagged you in it. Didn't fucking work. Back for They were like, they were like, oh, we can't wait to have you stay. I'm like, fuck. Um, no, it's all right. We can pay our own way. It's fine. Um, but I 
tag you in that because that's probably somewhere we need to stay. Like a villa like that where you have the chef and like it's kind of a vibe. And just I just want to sunbake, read a book. That's, that's it. all I want to do too. Okay. And there's some amazing restaurants in Bali and as well. Brooke's also keen for this trip. That's, I was actually just going to say this. I was like maybe we should ask if Brooke wants to come. she was going to come to Europe but I was yes. like – we're not going anymore. Yep. Okay, well, let's organise that. I feel like June, July, let's go. Speaking of staycations, I looked at this place on the weekend. The Ritz in the Melbourne's open. Yes, I saw that. I think it's pretty open. Yeah. I, I saw, saw someone go to the pool there on the weekend. Yeah, I saw a friend stay there and I looked it up and I was like, I might do that staycation. What, how much is it? It's quite re- – like, I think it's reasonable. Well, the Ritz-Carlton is like the – like Ritz-Carlton. The, the like um, – what's the word? The – Hotels of hotels. Yeah. I don't know. It's like legit. Like in London. Yeah. Yeah. The one yeah. in London is stunning. Yeah. Um, but has From that opened already? The one here? Yeah. Yeah. You can stay there. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yep. a good little idea. I love doing a staycation. I love a staycation. So Same. I thought maybe I'm going to do that one weekend. That'd be fun. Treat myself. That's so weird. I've actually got a staycation this Sunday night because um, it's just like Instagram thing um, at the Hyatt Centric, Centric Hyatt in, in the city. But it's for Mr. Smith, like they're doing a um, like a pamper in one of the suites. Anyway, I'm staying there on Sunday night. So I'm doing a staycation, but you should definitely do a staycation. I, I definitely yeah, will. It'll be fun. Um, um, so, yes, we're holding ourselves accountable for like the sixth time. We're going on a holiday. We're going on holiday and we really need to book something in the next like month. So let's ring Brooke after this and work out a date. And also like if you're thinking you're going to survive Melbourne winter, you're not. Book a holiday. 100%. And I just like, even like we need to get in a few trips to Gold Coast. I feel like that's probably why I feel a bit funny. It's because I don't, I usually have something to look forward to. Like Mm. this time last year, we're going to America in May. I was looking forward to that. I feel like at the moment, we're just very like in work mode, but I'm like, it's really important to make sure you've got something to look forward to. So you don't get into a funk. Yep. Because I feel like that can happen. Definitely. Yeah. Anyway, enough about the weather. (laughs) <laughs> we're all from I mean if you listen to these and you're from Melbourne you know it's gonna get cold so, yeah anyway. we're down for that yeah. how's life life's good I what is happening life is good just still in work mode still busy a few brand deals I suppose I have a photo shoot this Friday uh, Thursday with the twins the twins we're having a photo shoot for Mother's Day I'm not their mum but um that's been cancelled to next week because one of the twins is sick mm-hmm. so that's my vibe but that's about it what about you do you know what? There has been a lot going on and I was even on the… Uh, <laughs> I know, we're actually like quite opposite in life. I don't really have anything going oh, on I'm going and through Sarah a, I'm has going had through, a lot. I'm going through a season, that's for sure. Yeah. And I just keep saying like, or… And I don't want to say it because I heard someone say like, God never tests you. But I was like, I think God's testing me at the moment. He's throwing me a lot. Why? Well, and do you know, and I'm trying to have my high vibes on, trying to, like a my girlfriend phoned me this morning and we're talking. I haven't spoken to her a little bit. And she's like, "What's? how are you? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm good. And she's like, huh? Mm. I was like, well, fake it till you make it, right? Mm. I was like, I'm trying to tell myself I'm good mm. to get – like, it's not that I'm bad. It's just my dad hasn't been well. My grandfather hasn't been well. I've kind of been juggling our four businesses, trying to be, like, there for everyone else, but at the same time of trying to – kind of been slipping in my own self-care mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so it's it's a lot and I was having a conversation with some family and cousins the other day and each one of us had our dad in hospital that week mm-hmm. or the week before and we were like isn't it funny when you become your parents parent yeah it's one of my biggest fears 
But it, it's it. I don't think any you can ever be prepared for it. No, it's not. It's like I shouldn't say it's one of my biggest fears because it's going to happen. Yeah. But it's like it really upsets me. So like I can feel, I feel sad that you're going through this but it's something that I think everyone is going to experience oh. and it's just for you it's a season like your dad will be fine yeah he's just but do you know what not everyone experiences it no. and that's what I'm learning it's um there's always one that always steps up mm-hmm. in family in families and always. I and I've created that role in my family mm-hmm. that I'm um I'm the glue I'm the carer yeah and I've I've said to you it's like I know because it'd make me a little bit upset too because it's like fuck, I can't do everything. Like mm. I'm one person I and I totally understand that and I would get a little bit frustrated and angry as well. But I'm also kind of like I feel like when you put yourself in that position in your family because I'm a little bit similar, I feel like I'm always the one like fucking, I don't know, just similar. Mm. My family's not as big as yours so it's not to that extent. But I feel like I've said this to you before. It's like there's no point getting angry about it. There's no point getting ex- ex- upset because – you shouldn't have expectations because that's how every that's how so that's how your family have been their whole life. They're not going to change. I don't think people are going to change overnight. And that's what I've been figuring out. And like that's therapy's been helping a lot through the last month because mm. it's just like I get to offload onto someone who isn't a friend, mm. who isn't a family. And Solomon was like, "What did you expect to change?" Yeah, it's like that's what I said. It's like you can't have expectations because, because it's the way they always act so it's like with anything when you have expectations and I was trying to explain this to my 96 year old nan the other day I was like only you get let down of course you said something great the other day and I think you said Solomon said it and then I actually I think I heard an interview the other day with Harry Styles and he said something similar it's like you have to take everything that everyone says as a lie oh. and I know that it's not like how you should be because I know Sarah and I are very different. The way that you reacted, like if someone says to Sarah, oh, I'm going to do this, Sarah's like, oh, they're going to do it straight away. Like you need to be done. Whereas if someone says that to me, I'm like, oh yeah, they'll get it done when they can get it done. We're very different. And it's, it's been a struggle between us in business. I think you understand it now. And I understand the urgency that you get from that because you literally take it literal. I had this conversation with Solomon the other day. I was like talking, we had this conversation Mm. and I was like, not, I didn't get frustrated with you. I was like, but I see like where I take things so literal and it doesn't really phase Tully. Yeah, it doesn't. Like it, it's, it's yeah. And it's something that I'm learning too. And when Solomon first told me that he's like, you have to take everything as a lie, I was like, mm, isn't that like a bit sceptical mm. that like to live your life mm. that you can't trust anything that anyone says? And he's like, people lead by their actions. Mm. And it's, like, interesting because it's, like, we have had that conversation. Like, I'm learning if someone says they're going to do something to Sarah, she literally expects they're going to do it that minute. And where's me? I'm just, like, oh, they said they're going to do it. They're going to do it. Just mm. be patient. Like, we're very different like that. Like, if you say you're you're going to complete a task by the end of that day, I expect you're mm. going to complete the task by yeah. the end of that day. And you'll be, like, oh, no, it's on my to-do list. Yeah. I'm, like, well, don't say you're going to complete it by the end of yeah, the day. Yeah, but you, but like a thing that like I think you have to remember. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't use those words. Like that's my mistake. I shouldn't be like at the end of the day. Mm. I'll be like, but you know me. If I say I'm going to do something, I will do it. It just might not be at your urgency. But or if you when tell you me, say, or if yeah. you tell me, Tally, this is really, really urgent. Can you get this done? I'll make it like a top priority. Yeah. But if it's something where I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I will 100% do it, but it might be for like a few days. And I feel like 
the language that we use probably needs to improve. Like if I say, oh, I'm going to have something to you by the end of the day, I probably need to fucking get it to you by the end of the day because I know that you take things literal. And do you know, this is why I'm working on this and not taking everything that people say is Bible because in, say, in that instance where you say, I'm going to do it by the end of the day and you don't, I get so frustrated. Yeah. And it's like then when I probably don't have that conversation with you because I'm like if someone says they're going to do something, I live by integrity. I'm like don't say if you're going to do something if you're not going to do it. Yeah. Whereas I'm like to Sarah, I'm like, Sarah, just be patient. It'll get done. Not if that situation but yeah. like other things that have happened in our work life. And so that's why I have to learn not to take – and I even said it to my friend today who phoned. I was like I – I'm taking less on people's words mm. and what they say they're going to do or like. You just have to have less expectations. And then, But I'm only, I'm watching people's actions now. I don't care what you say to mm. me. Like, and it goes back to, you can say, this is relationships, right? You can say you love someone like, I can, I love you so much. I love you. Mm. I love you. But your actions are not that of someone who loves yeah, someone. 100%. And it, it's so true. And so it's like that's that's the example I'm going to give moving forward. Like even if it's a friend and you're like, yeah, but they're a friend, they tr- like I love them and things like that. Okay, but are their actions that of someone who is a friend who treats someone well? Yeah. They can say all the things, oh, like I love you, you're the best and that really warms your heart, but how they treat you. Does that I could think of a couple of people. No, but um, that's <laughs> what I'm absolutely observing now yes. is are people's actions. Yeah. Because words, so true. words absolutely have no meaning to me anymore. Yeah, and I think that's like it's such a, a good quality to gain and have. It's like people can say things but you're right. It's like the action is more important than words. Absolutely. So true. Yeah. But it's so hard because Sarah and I have a couple of businesses where there are multiple people and it's like I don't know if maybe I should change the way I think but like I don't know maybe because a lot of my work that I do there's always middlemen or I'm always waiting. Like if I do it just say for China for example if I'm designing something I design something I send it off to our office, then they have to send it off to the fabric place and they have to send it off to the factory. There's so many middlemen that I'm so used to being patient. Like Mm. Sarah will be like, is that thing done? I'm like, whoa, chill. It's like with this person until it finishes at that person, then it goes to this person and this person and then it comes to me. It's like there's so many middlemen that I think we both have to learn. You have to learn to be a little bit more patient and realise that things can't get done. Things like that can't get done straight away. But maybe I need to take a bit where I'm like, okay, Maybe I need A little need bit to, more urgency. Or no, maybe I need – well, sometimes you can't be urgent because these things take time. It's like I always give our factory or something. I'm like, I need it by this date. Mm. So many things go wrong. Like in COVID, like, oh, they were like, oh, they've gone into lockdown. Oh, the machine's broken. There's like always going to be – I feel like with tasks, there's always something out mm. of your control. But maybe I need to learn to like give you a timeline and be like, okay, today it's at – such and such, it won't be back to us for another three days. Let's give it a one-day buffer because something could happen in transportation. But that's not that's just great communication. And that's yeah, of what course. that's what every great leader mm. needs in a business. And that's what I've been trying to tell you is that in some of our businesses, there's a real lack of communication. Yeah. It is well, that's sorry, that's where I was going. We've got a couple of businesses with there is four people in the business, and it's really hard because we're all working different jobs. Like mm. 
you know, Sarah and I, and we have the podcast, we have Tallyloo, I've got my influencer staff, and then I help freelance in other things as well. So it's like, and you you do your things as well. So there's like, we're all, and the boys are like doing their job and this something. So there's, everyone's always doing something else, but there is that lack of like communication where you can get so frustrated. You're like, well, they said this. I'm like, yeah, I know, but you just have to be patient because the website's not done. We're waiting for the website guy. And then we're waiting for the art guy. It's like, there's always all these middlemen and I don't even have the answer to be like, how can we be more patient? Because sometimes it is out of your control. Okay, guys, welcome to our segment, Chemist Warehouse Picks of the Week. Your turn this week, Tally Louise. My turn. So I've picked this beautiful fragrance. I had to close my eyes because Tally's like, you have to guess the smell. Yes, so you have to guess the smell. A double bonus if you actually guess what it is, what the fragrance is. But can you smell the undertones? Mm. What is it? Fruity. Yeah. That's really lovely. Can you guess what fragrance it is? You can open your eyes, actually. It is Embrace by award-winning oh. singer and songwriter and producer Guy Sebastian. That's really nice. Yeah, it's wow. stunning. So he's created this scent for like the love and connection between him and his partner, Jules Sebastian. <sighs> Drown me so in. Sarah needs some love and connection. <laughs> Hopefully this gets you a date. Let's just hope it does. But it's $49.99, available at Chemist Warehouse. And I think you spray that all over you and that's going to help you maybe find a date. I've got no problems finding a date, but when but I she can't <laughs> keep them, so that's why you need to spray that. When when I find my future husband, I'll send Guy and Jules a thank you message. Yeah, hundred like, percent. So this is a new fragrance, and you can get it now from Chemist Warehouse. It is the pick of the I'm week, and it. I hope you guys like it. But I realise my the role I play in my businesses, our businesses, mm-hmm. is very similar to the role I play in my family too. Oh yeah, true. It's like. I'm the glue. I bring everyone together. I bring the communication in mm-hmm. to everyone. All right, let's talk. What's going on here? But do you think here? that's a control thing? No. I think I think I personally think it's a good quality, but I also think it's a bad quality because you put too much pressure on yourself, and then when something doesn't go your way, you make yourself feel shit. No, I just think it's no. You do because you just said before you get frustrated, and what happens when you get frustrated? I, yeah, but this is where I'm learning. No, I'm learning not to be frustrated, but I realize in everything, it's like I kind of be like, that, hey guys, what's going on? Just checking in. Where's everyone at? Yeah. Well, maybe that is. And that's, yeah. The, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, I think in a way, it can because be. Because if a I didn't do it, thing. who's going to do it? No, but it would happen. It's just like, it's a control thing. No, but, and like for me, it's momentum too. Yeah, if, no, I don't, I said, if I don't keep up the momentum in the businesses, who's going to do it? I just 100%, like I said, I think it's a good quality, but I also think it's a bad quality for you personally. Mm. Because I think it's a good quality because there's it's always amazing when someone is like that and they're like holding people accountable, whatever. But then it also is a bad thing because you don't know how to react. That's what I'm learning on. Yeah, no, That's I know, I know, I know. But I think sometimes you vent to me and I'm like there's four people involved in this don't and this is our relationship Mm. you take things out on me you might not think you are but I'm like yo Sarah there's four people involved in this it's not just me if you need to talk about this you talk about it to everyone in a group yeah don't talk about it to me it's not just a me problem it's a group problem Mm. but because our relationship we're so entwined in so many ways I feel like sometimes you're not attacking me, but you're taking it out on me. And I'm like, no, 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 this is a group situation. There's four people involved in this. So I think that's what I mean. I think it's a 
it's it's a control bad quality. It's a good quality, but it can be a bad quality in I, a way. It won't be a bad quality. No, because you'll work yeah. on it. 100%. Yeah. No, 100%. I think at this current time, I know, and you might be able to do it. What's your role in your family? Same thing. I'm like the freaking glue of the family and I'm always the one making sure like, for instance, I've started going to bloody accountant with my dad because if something ever happens to my dad, mm. no one has any idea what's mm. going on in the family. So I'm like the controller. I take after my dad. My dad's a very controlling person. In a good way, He no, he's a controlling person, probably not in a good way, but I've kind of come in trying to piece everything together because I'm scared shit's going to go to shit if I don't have my head wrapped around mm. everything. I'm the one always organizing lunches. I'm always the one like, what are we doing? This, this, this. So it's feeling like- that's mirrored in the businesses? Probably not. Yeah, I don't think so either. No. Nah. But I, I don't want it to mirror in the businesses. I do in a way, but I think control, I think my control side can be a bad quality. So I don't know if I necessarily – I think there's elements but, uh, of leading that it, I in the businesses, but I also think that my controlling is not a good quality because I can get very – I think controlling – I think it can be quite rude it's not, and abrupt. But, but it's not controlling if you see it that way. Mm, I don't know. I just feel like – My thing is like – and it's something I, I, I say to Solomon because mm. I see – kind of see myself as a leader in these businesses. Mm. But we're all leaders, though. We're just all different leaders. That's the thing. Yeah, but there's, like, I would say in one of our tech businesses, I'm not the leader. Someone else is. Yeah. And, but but that's, that's what I mean. He, like, that, that's what I mean. I feel like everyone plays a leader role. They're just different mm. in different areas. Like, I would say in the tech business, my, I'm a leader in, like, more of, like, the creative, like, networking, all that kind of stuff. I would say you're more a leader in like the kind of EDM, technical, like customer direct, like, but we're all leaders in something, but it's just different. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I, that's what I personally think. I think everyone's a leader in a different way because I, I don't know. Do you not agree? I don't know. I'm just trying. I'm, I'm working on being a better leader at yeah. the moment. I think everyone should work on being better leaders, but I just think that there's some elements of a leader I don't like. Of any leader? I don't know. Maybe. Like, say, Nelson Mandela. No, I think he's, like, such an inspiring. I think leaders like that are inspiring Mm. and they're pushing, like, a movement and they're inspiring, but I think sometimes leaders can have an ego. And I think that's toxic. I don't think leaders have an ego. I think some do. You're right. Yeah, I do. I don't know what leaders you're thinking of, but I've seen leaders. I think of leaders that I've worked with in the past or leaders this I is, know and I see an we ego were, attached to them and I don't like that. This is what we were talking with Lana Wilkinson. This yeah. is like how do you be that leader? Because I feel like a leader's role is to understand the person and the people that they're working mm-hmm. with and try and get the best out of that person. Yep. Yep. That's what I think a leader is. Yeah. I think there's different elements of a leader and I think that's definitely one. But I'm just saying like I can see toxic traits of some leaders that I They're not a leader then. But I think they think they are. Their titles are. They're ego-driven and I don't like that. You can't lead, I don't think, by 
um, driving fear. Mm. That's not a leader. Who's driving fear? Well, the way you're describing it. No, person. no, I don't think they're driving fear. I just think there's like an ego attachment to some certain leaders. And the leaders that I'm thinking of in my head are not necessarily female. Mm. They're male. And I don't want to discriminate, but just the leaders that I've… A power. Yeah, the yeah. leaders that I know of or I've experienced working with or whatever are mostly males. So mm. I feel like that's what I mean. I think I see, think there's different types of leaders. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't think a leader… You know when you look at a job role and it's like a specific dot, dot yeah. points, I'm like there's elements of what you've just said that I think should be under a leader, but I don't think, I, I don't know, I feel like there's just different job roles under some leaders if that makes sense. I don't know. I can't mm. explain it, but that's just my experience and that's my experience that I've had with leaders. So I don't know. I don't know if there's like an actual definition of what a good leader should look like. Mm. Because I do think that there are leaders that have different definitions. Yeah. But I would like to know what – I mean, it's maybe something that you – something as a business that you all should sit down and be like, okay, this is what my – I think if you all sat down with like one of our businesses and you said, okay, what do you think a leader looks like? What do you think a leader looks like? I actually think every single person would have different dot points. Similar ones, but there'd be different ones in there. And I'd like to see what the male and females were. Mm. That's just what I'm saying. I just think that they're like – I don't know if like – like what makes Trent a great leader? I think his vulnerability. I think that makes a really good leader that he can show that he is not perfect. Authenticity. Authenticity. Um, and see, they're points that you weren't describing then. So that's what I mean. It's like everyone has a different description of what a leader is. And I think every business or role has different leadership roles, if mm. that makes sense. Like from a football club, he's like um, like – I would say he brings the boys together, like off-season or like whatever. Mm. I think his vulnerability makes him an amazing leader. His honesty, his authenticity. Consistency. Consistency. I think all those elements of, we're talking about Trent Cochin that we know that obviously used to play for, um, sorry. Still used plays. To play. Don't no, really used retiring. to captain. Sorry, yeah. used to captain at Richmond, but now he's stepped down. He still plays. Um, I think his leadership roles are different to what you were explaining before. Mm. So that's what I mean. I think like every leader's, leadership roles are different in a way that's why I'd be interested to see if we sat down with one of our businesses what they all thought leadership was because mm. I do think everyone would be different that's what I'm trying to say and what do they say they're like every every person's brain obviously thinks, thinks different, different. Yeah. so your idea of a leadership is completely different to what yeah. I think it is but there'd be elements that are like crossover so that's what I mean to you what I'm saying I think everyone in like, all our jobs have different leadership roles a parent is a leader 100% and this is what I say to numerous of it of our friends that are parents, I was like, you're basically a leader and your actions show your kids. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good, actually a good definition of a leader is mom. Oh, 100%. Or a dad, sorry. They so are just, like the definition of a leader. You are the leader of your family. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's just like maybe that's a task that we need to do with one of the business. Be like, mm. what do you think a leadership is? And then everyone be like, okay, this is your leadership role. Because we're all leaders. Falls, your leadership mm. role. Your leadership role, your leadership role, leadership role. That'll you, all be different. Do you think it kind of falls back on the, the business's values as well? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then you have to live authentically through them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's Very just interesting. interesting. I just honestly think that everyone's idea of a leadership leader would be different. Mm. And different 
industries would be different. And I bet you your people that you idolise as leaders would be very different to probably yeah. people who I idolise hundred percent. So it's like I just think like, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, really interesting. Hmm. Anyway, that's a little bit of deep dive that's into awesome. our, one of our businesses or businesses. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I have a very – another interesting topic. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not like – it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So this is – the lead-up story. Yeah. I – for my algorithm at TikTok at the moment, yeah. I have um, tarot card readers. Oh, I know. That's very so random. Weird. Very weird. And I, I was, have ever seen one on TikTok. Okay, so I was watching one the other week and they're like, um, you're going to post a video on TikTok that's going to go viral. Yeah. And they're like, you're not going to want to post it, but just be consistent, just keep posting yeah. and – like that one that you don't think you're going to post is going to go viral. Yeah. And the other week I went to uh, Melbourne Mint Bullion because mm-hmm. I, I picked up some. I sim- think you should tell what people tell people what that is because I think a lot of people won't know what that is. What a bullion yeah. is. Yeah. It's a place where you go and buy physical gold mm-hmm. and physical silver as an investment. Yeah. I had never personally invested in silver or gold at that time. Mm-hmm. And so I, I videoed it. I was like, this is interesting. We've got FIFI. There's a lot of women that ask about silver and gold in that. Mm-hmm. I've been watching the charts for a bit and I did a fair bit of research on gold and silver prices now and how they've been suppressed and looked at last global financial crisis. And so I recorded the whole process, asked the lady all the questions, which I will mention. Mm-hmm. I did this little video on TikTok and I actually, I remember sitting on my couch and I was like, I did it and I was going to screen record it and send it to you and be like, do you think people are going to be Mm. interested in this? Like, I don't know. Like, it wasn't much. It was just literally following me Mm. to the mint and me spitting out some information. I was like, oh, no, it's a bit late. won't send it to tell. I was like, and I just pressed um, Mm -hmm. hit whatever. What does it go? Uh, Post. Post. Yeah. So I posted it and then the next day I was like, oh, that's like the most views I've ever had on Mm. a video. Interesting. And then a couple of days later, I was like, you. I was like, look at my phone. It's like, got the most views ever. And you're like, that says 9,000. <laughs> no, she's like, 92,000. I'm like, babe, that's 9,256. I was like, no, the video blows. Because the one pinned, she'd pinned a video that had like 9,000. I'm like, babe, that's like 9,000. I think you're going yeah, a bit you're, retarded. <laughs> you were kind of like shaming me a little bit, but I wasn't having it. <laughs> and then you're like, no, 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 this one. And then I look below. I was like, oh, fuck, 92,000. Yeah, it's over 100K now. That's so good. Um, And so I was like, Oh, fuck me. The tarot card reader on TikTok was right. Oh, yeah. Because I was so reluctant to post uh-huh, that uh-huh. video. And they're like, just keep Was she Australian? American. Oh. And so I did it. And so now everyone wants to know about investing in gold and silver from me on TikTok. Uh-huh. And so are you interested? I mean, I'm interested, but I I would like to ask you a question. Go. Yeah, I'm interested because I wouldn't know how to like – buy silver or gold either yeah I mean I've asked my dad and he told me but that was gold I don't know is buying silver the same process as buying gold or is it different oh okay um why did okay so why I just because I want to know because I probably wouldn't I personally wouldn't post something like that because I tend to keep stuff like that private that's what why I thought. That's did why I you thought. want people to know? Was it a clout thing or no. was it actually educational? Educational okay. because – and that's why I was like so reluctant because I was like, mm-hmm. is this a bit wanky? Like oh, is I it a bit of a flex? I don't, think it's, I don't think it's wanky. I just tend to keep things like that private because 
I don't know. I just keep things like that private because, because I'm like, and this is maybe the, because I'm more in social media. I yeah, know. I was like, I don't want this to come across as a flex. Like, look at me, look mm. what I'm doing. But then on the other hand, I was like, no, I would have found this really mm-hmm. helpful for me buying it in my process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. I was like, do you know what? And the information I put up on the video was me sitting there going to the lady, I hope you don't think I'm a dick, but can you answer all these questions that I have mm-hmm, written mm-hmm. down? Because if I don't know, I know someone else doesn't yeah. know. And I don't want to be a gatekeeper. Like the whole thing with VFI is like I don't want to gatekeep any information because I want everyone to learn. Yeah. I think there's a fine line of education and like obviously you didn't you did, I haven't watched the full video but did you no no I will watch it um no I think I did but did you say how much you spent on no, the so okay. never because I was just never. gonna say stuff like that I tend to keep private that's why I was never. like were you doing it for like, clout no, or education no okay so, so I did never, anyone ask you how much no okay no people just were like um asked about the buy and sell prices and the difference mm-hmm. of what happens if it's oxidized mm-hmm. and all questions that are like I answered and I asked this lady, mm-hmm. I never mentioned how much I spent. I, it was, it's interesting conversations in mm-hmm. the, in the comment section, mm-hmm. like people talking about Bitcoin, people talking about silver, so many women saying, I wanted to thank you. I don't know how mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like that. So the whole process is, I went online and bought it because I was like, oh, it's my brother's birthday. I want to buy him How some How do you silver. buy it online? So you create it. You go to a website. Uh-huh. I Months ago, because I've been wanting to do this for months. Yeah, you have. And so I um, asked one of our boys from FIFA, I was like, how do you go about like buying this? And I've had a couple of guy friends say, mm-hmm. hey, sir, buy silver. And I was like, hmm, interesting. People keep talking to me about this. One said Perth Mint. One said. Oh, yeah, my dad said Perth Mint a, too. Yeah, a, bullion, a couple of bullions mm-hmm. here. And I was like, okay. So I created accounts at every one of them. And then I… So you just have to… Sorry. So you just buy it online first and then you go pick it up. Yes. How do you know that it's not a scam? Well, I went to Melbourne Mint. Okay. So that's why… Because I, I was like, I know Melbourne Mint exists. I know it's okay, quite okay. reputable. Mm-hmm. So I was like… Because I created another account and had it in a basket with this other one. I was like, oh, I looked, looked up reviews and okay, things okay. like that. And I'm like, you know what? Do you choose the weight of the silver? Yeah. Okay. So I bought my brother a coin and I bought myself a coin. And so then you get an email saying, hey, like your silver's ready to mm-hmm, be picked mm-hmm. up. And I spoke to the lady and she's like, if you want, you can buy stuff when you're here with having your appointment as well. I was like, cool. I think I'm actually going to do that, mm-hmm. which I did. So I went in. And she laid it all out. And so basically gold and silver have a purchase price. Mm-hmm. Say it's like… Mm, what was the price of one of them? Uh, say, say like a coin was $60. Mm-hmm. And then to, for them to buy that back, I can't do the calculations off the top of my head, um, silver has an 18% on average buyback. Mm-hmm. So for you to make any money on that $60, it needs to go up 18% mm-hmm. for you to make any money. Mm-hmm. So it's a long-term investment. But gold has a buyback at this bullion and every bullion is different buybacks, mm-hmm. has a 7%. Mm-hmm. So you only need gold to go up 7% to break even. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what other questions? So that was the difference with that. Um, obviously gold's much more expensive than silver. And I think, I, I don't know if this is right, but Tim, I think my dad said the more gold you buy, like 
the better investment, obviously the better investment is. He said something about if you just buy little bits, like it's not really a very good investment. No. Well, not if, not if you like, – It's if like got, buying $5 of yeah, Bitcoin. If you've got like extreme amounts of money to spend yeah. on an investment, yes. Yeah. But if you don't, it's not the best investment. And with every uh, big investor I follow, mm-hmm. they all have some kind of their portfolio for, – portfolio diversified into precious metals mm-hmm. such as gold and silver mm-hmm. so whether it like say they do i don't know 30 percent real estate 30 percent stocks 40 percent crypto what what's that up to 369 that's 90. already 100 yeah. <laughs> oh, well, 30 so, 30 30 and then yeah, 10 and then 10 percent in yeah. precious metals mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because then it's like in times of financial crises gold and silver turn like yeah usually perform really well yeah and so yeah it was an experience I learned a lot I think it's going to be something that I do maybe the end of each month Mm -hmm. just put in an order of my percentage of that I'm investing Mm -hmm. for that month and I'll purchase it Mm -hmm. but um and then what's your long-term goal with these silver (laughs) depends how bad the financials? Like it depends mm. what happens to the financial system. So what happens if it goes up 40%? Well, what happens if there's no paper money in the next five years? Which will happen. Yeah. Or maybe not five years, but it'll happen soon. Exactly. Yeah. What if the US dollar crashes? Mm. True. So, and this is the thing. It's like I, I, I learn a lot. Like Russia and China have – of oh, creating yeah. this currency that is backed by gold. So for the last five years, both China and Russia have been buying, buying, buying gold. Mm. So once that comes to life and gold has like an attainable value mm. again. Yeah. But you bought silver though. Yeah, that moves together. Oh, right. And silver is a much more affordable price. So I think gold per ounce at the moment, it's, they've both gone up a lot this mm-hmm. year in in their terms. Um, gold's around 2000 US an ounce and mm-hmm. silver is maybe like So what happens 20, if you want to sell it go back to the mint? You can go to any bullion. And, and so one it. bullion might be like oh this there's a say like I bought this co- 1 ounce coin of gold mm. and I bought it for $2000. Mm. They'll be like oh our and Buy back. The, and the gold is worth 2000 at that time mm. and their buyback's 10% you have to take 10% of the 2000 So you're not going to make a profit then. Mm. So it's like you have to – it's a long-term investment. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. So that's my life at the moment, investing, learning, trying to keep my head above water. My motto at the moment is just keep swimming. Yeah, just, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Love that. Yep. Love that. Yeah, well, I just – I don't think I've really got any other news, to be honest. Just- Nothing. No, high vibes, babe. High vibes. <laughs> but and and booking a freaking holiday. Literally nothing's been happening. No, not really. Wow. Okay. No, that's what I mean. We're both very extreme at the moment. Like I'm just like been working, Consistent. doing my thing. Like nothing extreme or anything has happened in my life. Just working. So on what? Just working on Tallyloo. Been hustling brand deals, hustling the podcasts. Deals, just working. Mm. So nothing. 
Why? Can't you have anything going on in your life? Create the life you want to live. That's what I've Well, asked. that's why I've been fucking working. Yeah. I'm like hustling. I've literally like sent so many pictures to my management for work. Like just been hustling. Great. I yep. love that. Yep. Are you investing in any of that? Not yet because I'm being paid. <laughs> <laughs> Need the jobs first. <laughs> nah, I did buy a little bit of Bitcoin the other day, but that's about it. Yep. Love it's that. Gone up. Yep. We love that. Yeah, we do. But I think that's about it. We have a good episode next week, which will be very informative for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we're yet to record that, but it will be interesting and very scientific. Which is right up I think my it's like alley. more like dietitian-y kind of food hacks and stuff. Biohacking life. Biohacking. Biohacking is huge. Mm-hmm. I have so many questions for him. Yeah. I'm going to have to start just I, – I don't know why, but I get a lot of biohacks on TikTok. Great. I love it. Yeah. It's wild. I'm like, I've not once engaged with a biohacker in my life. I love it. Anyway, we hope you guys have a beautiful week and not just a beautiful week, like beautiful life, beautiful day, beautiful mindset. Let's just go one week at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, you're supposed to be high vibe. I just forgot to send someone a message before too. Fuck. Okay. Well, have a beautiful week. Love you. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.